Welcome to the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. Join us as we explore the future of farming, food, and nutrition. Editing genes to produce designer chickens. We're talking about it with Dr. Karina Horgan, head of Alltech Life Sciences Research in Europe, based in Dunboyne, Ireland. Thank you for being with us. It's a pleasure to be here. Dr. Horgan, we're going to be talking about CRISPR chicken, and to be clear for our listeners, not crispy chicken, but the new technology that enables us to create better chickens genetically. And if you could give us some background on this gene editing technology that's making a mark in agriculture and poultry in particular. Um, I guess just to begin with, um, we in molecular biology seem to like our um, acronyms. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I name out or call out what CRISPR means. It's um, clustered, r- regular, interspaced, uh, short palindromic repeats. That doesn't really make it any clearer for anybody. But um, this technology was discovered initially in bacteria, and bacteria were using it that when viruses invaded them, they took some of the DNA that the viruses shot into the bacterial cells, incorporated it into their genome in these short repeat sequences. And then when they they stored it up as a memory, so when the bacteria, the same virus attacked the bacteria again, they had to uh, produce these what they call guide RNAs, which directed a protein that cuts DNA to the invading uh, viral DNA and just literally chopped it up. So I think in 2013, um, scientists began to use this in um, mammalian cells to edit genomes and create mutations within cells. And it's only recently, I think last year, the first publication of using CRISPR in poultry was actually published by a group in Japan. Would you say the implications of this technology for agriculture are pretty profound? Um, Absolutely. But um, I guess um, it has its challenges as well in that people's perception of genetically modified um, organisms or plants hasn't been very good in the past. Um, I guess it's on us as scientists and ag scientists to... um, I guess, create more awareness of what we're doing. In some jurisdictions, the um, perception of GM, GMs or GMOs are if you, it's, they're only considered GMOs if you're taking DNA from one species and putting it into a different species. Whereas if you're creating a mutation within a species or taking DNA from that species into the same species, they're not considered um, GMs or GMOs. And in fact, um, the USDA have recently approved the use of CRISPR. Um, they don't consider it to be a GMO in uh, non-browning mushrooms. What changes are brought about by these genetic modifications? Um, they can vary vastly. You can create just a single mutation to stop a gene being expressed. I think this is probably significant for the beef industry and in that they'll be able to change the expression level of a particular gene that stops uh, increases in muscle mass. Um, the other area which I think is fascinating in terms of safer food and reducing infection in animals is um, you'll be able to uh, introduce a CRISPR system into poultry so that when, say, for example, the um, bird flu virus they encountered, this uh, CRISPR cassette will be able to recognize the DNA from this virus and destroy it before it infects the bird. So if you think in terms of the impact that bird flu is having on the poultry industry, to be able to deal with it almost straight away, you know, will have a huge effect in terms of profitability for poultry producers. 
And of course, there's a great deal of concern these days about antibiotics. Does it have an implication there? It potentially does in that if you have a a bird that's more resistant to to disease, uh, particularly, say, salmonella or an E. coli infection, um, you won't need to use antibiotics to treat those types of diseases. So, yeah, definitely it, it would. So what would be the benefits to producers? Um, to producers, I guess, you would have uh, healthier birds that wouldn't be susceptible to disease. Um, the other area that I find fascinating in this is the concept of using hens as bioreactors. So hens produce something like 300 eggs per year. Um, of that egg white, I think there's four grams of egg white in every egg. And because there are so few proteins in the egg white, it's easy to purify a genetically uh, modified uh, protein in there. So if you th- think in terms of the costs of some of the immunotherapies that people need at the moment, if you can get a hen to produce maybe potentially 300 grams of this every year, you know, the cost savings for uh, humans is, is, is quite dramatic and for the medical industry. So taking this from the coop to the kitchen table, what are the implications for human consumption? Um, potentially, I guess you're looking at um, less fatty, healthier meat, um, no issues with uh, food safety in terms of reducing the impact of salmonella or compilobacter. Um, so there's less risk of food poisoning for people. Um, potentially as well with um, with poultry in particular, if you're able to produce a bird with um, less inputs, less water, less feed, um, you're, you, you potentially have 10% more um, meat protein for people. Yesterday, um, uh, Jack Bobo spoke about 9 million people are dying annually from starvation. So if you can, like 10% of that 9 million, by increasing production or increasing um, your chicken protein by 10%, that's 900,000 people that potentially wouldn't starve. And a reduction in the waste of water also is pretty critical, right? How has uh, this CRISPR technology impacted the field of biology? It's actually, in terms of publication and the amount of funding that is going into uh, CRISPR technology, it has risen dramatically in the last uh, 12 to to 24 months. Um, Where I see it as as exciting, I guess, is... um, the, currently, a lot of the animal models that are used to test drugs are m- mouse or mice-based, and they are genetically quite different to humans. So if you could create a, a model animal that was more similar to humans, where you could test new drug developments in the likes of Alzheimer's models that were more humanized, I guess the success rate for developing of new drugs should increase. So Given the, at the moment, I don't think there is any uh, successful treatment for Alzheimer's disease on the market. So these types of technologies and development of of better disease models would help um, drug manufacturers to develop a more successful drug quicker. Fascinating. So what kinds of market disruptions can we anticipate? Um, another area, I guess, where I think is probably fascinating is in terms of the treatment of malaria and HIV. The hope with this technology is that you'd be able to alter immune cells that were, and potentially they wouldn't be infected by HIV viruses. If you think about the number of people that are killed every year with malaria, could we engineer uh, a, a, a 
mosquito that doesn't um, produce malaria or doesn't infect people with malaria. And in terms of, of, of illness of people in the population, I mean, that would be quite a, a, a shift in terms of, you know, how mosquitoes, as one example of, of an insect, would affect uh, Those are some incredibly important diseases. Mm-hmm. What is the likelihood of reaching that level? I think it's very, very likely. Um, from the reading and research I've done, the most difficult of the animals to engineer were actually uh, the avian um, genome was the most difficult to engineer. A lot of work has been done with insects in the past, and I guess Drosophila, or the fruit fly, would have been one of the model um, organisms for a lot of the genetic engineering. So I think it's quite a, a definitely a strong possibility. Are you working with this technology in your labs in Dunboyne? No, um, we don't use it in Dunboyne. I guess the ethos of of Alltech is Alltech naturally. So we try to, I guess, steer clear of, you know, the whole genetic modification of organisms. But it's very important for us to keep abreast of what technology is out there and what's happening in the poultry industry in particular. Um, I guess, why are we interested in CRISPR then? Um, Birds will still need to be fed, whether Okay, they may be less resistant to disease, but they'll still have to reach a market weight so that there is profitability for producers. So I guess that's the nutrition aspect of what Alltech specializes in it will still be important. What ag tech trends most excite you these days? Um, I guess a lot of the work I do is looking at gut health in animals, and a lot of those are impacted by diseases like um Salmonella, E. coli, Campylobacters, and some viruses. Um, so, I think two years ago, a group in here in the U.S. had actually developed a uh, pig that was resistant to the PRRSV virus. So, I find it fascinating that they have done that much work immunology-wise to be able to identify um, what exactly is being affected by the viruses, what genes and tissues they target. And whether, you know, you can alter the genome then of the pig so that it doesn't get infected by it. I think it's absolutely fascinating. Well, it is fascinating. And uh, what about your work do you enjoy most? No two days are the same. Um, I guess that's the beauty of research in that. And I guess working in Alltech too, because you've heard Dr. Lyons say they move fast with everything they do. So at the moment... Uh, I'm working on gut health, but I also do some work with yeast, and I'm also starting a project with nematodes. So it's quite diverse. You never get to sit still with any one project. It's constantly moving. So I guess that's uh, one of the beauties of working in Alltech, for sure. Dr. Karina Horgan, head of Alltech Life Sciences Research in Europe. Thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening. To hear other conversations with many of the featured speakers at one, the Alltech Ideas Conference, visit ideas.alltech.com. Access is free after signing up. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Ag Future Podcast, presented by Alltech. For show notes and more episodes, visit alltech.com forward slash agfuture. future.